Hey everybody, Will here with Tom Cruise Studios, live music in Austin, bringing you another episode of Three Beers and Whiskey. This is episode number two, featuring Sim Ross. Here's beer number two. Yeah, I like, uh, I really like Texas kind of troubadour songwriters. Obviously a lot of great guitar players. Mm -hmm. If I just slow down this interview, we'll be over in no time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like, you know, I like music, so it's hard for me to pin anything down. I like all of it. Yeah, Anybody who's yeah. just like so committed to one kind of music or something is really missing out yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, Jim, what about you, man? What, uh, what drove you to playing drums? Well, like like yourself, uh, my tastes are pretty diverse. I mean, if, you, if you put my iPod on and hit shuffle, it may go from Megadeth to Stephen Bruton to yeah. Robbie Shankar to go. Buddy Rich. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's yeah, a, okay. quite a big array, but, you know, I started off, you know, Born in the 70s, but you know, did most of in Austin that you would like to play with and be part of. Like, you know, when these guys play, I want I want my band to be. I want to be part of that set. Also, I want to be playing with those guys. There's a couple of bands that I am. One of them, I uh, I live with the singer. He's mm -hmm. got a band called the Harvest Thieves that are great. Okay. Kind of Americana, Bob Dylan. Okay. Then there's another band that uh, their management company also manages called Western Youth. Another like up and coming Austin kind of Americana rock group. It's all that singer songwriter. Yeah, you know, it's singer songwriters with a good band behind them. That's what I think. Yeah, so kind of anything like you. To kind of like touch on the rock thing, they're they're a little bit more mellow than uh, stuff that I normally go for, but you know, like Jason Isbell type stuff. Okay, I got you. Uh, with this band incarnation, you guys doing kicking off in Dallas, do some shows, and see what develops from there. Um, anticipating putting out another album in a year? Or what's your goal on that? Uh, that has yet to be seen at this point. I would absolutely love to put out another album very soon. Um, once we start, once we get you know five to ten shows under our belt, I think we can then you know start working on new material. Okay. Yeah. And I get the. I mean that's I'm excited to see you guys play here in Austin. I want to you know be able to go to one of those shows. You know, there's the more importantly is having right now is having a tight band that puts on a good show. There's a band that's like super tight and they're having they're a having great time, time on stage yeah. and everybody gels and that bleeds out to the audience yeah. big time and then everybody is is having a great time and you know well then you sell merch and people yeah. ask about you wants to come back so. right. That's good stuff. So how long have you been prior to this? Because this is your first album, right? Second. Oh, that's your second album. First one is... Well, I didn't do my research, did I? Um, first one is... is I, ha I had a band in New York, and I went back to Ohio and recorded an album over like a weekend, basically, just okay. by myself. Uh -huh. So I can. Were you playing this, everything yourself? or? It's, yeah, it's really just guitar. Basically, just guitar. There's okay. a little bit of percussion, but that's it's not much. Uh, so it's I really consider this to be my my real first record. But Nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's your pride and joy. Then there's your pride. So there's your your firstborn. Yeah, there is um, one out there with some other songs that I that we are starting to play now. Oh well, see, band. and that's even better. Is you've got yeah. some stuff that you're like, this is mine, and now you can rehash it with exactly. this incarnation and uh, move forward with that. So that's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, so how long? I mean, you know, you mentioned New York, you mentioned Ohio, and uh, six years, three years in New York, you said? 
Sixty from Ohio to Chicago, Illinois to Brooklyn, New York, now here. So okay. uh, as a, as solo as just Sim Ross, it's been oh I don't know six seven years at this point. Cool. Okay. Um, I've been like the sole songwriter of the groups that I've been in for the last ten years mm -hmm. at least. So I eventually was just like I don't feel like coming up with a name. Mm -hmm. So that's like stable. So oh, so that's how you came up with the name for the band is just Sim Ross. Just like, yeah, okay. Is it Sim Ross and or is it just Sim as Ross? of right now? It is Sim Ross and the Laughing Heart. Is it okay? And I want did on your Facebook post because you just posted about the Dallas. Show, did you say anything about that or no? About the Laughing Heart. I think he posted one. Okay, I that I thought I saw something about Sim Ross and and I was like. Okay, cool. Because I keep saying Sam Ross and his band. When I when I met these guys, um, I guess with previous incarnations of the band, it was uh, Sam Ross and the Restless. That's okay. Yeah, that's that's what I remember and seeing. When the okay. uh, flyer for the Kevin Galloway show when mm -hmm. it first came out, it said Sam Ross and the Restless. Mm -hmm. Well, since that flyer you know came out and we got together, uh, Sam texted me one night a couple weeks ago and said. What do you think about changing it from the restless to the laughing heart? And it's based on porn. Yeah, Charles, okay. Charles the, thank you. I was going to say, all right, well then, this, what's the story on the laughing heart? Uh, it's, I know I'm a huge Charles Bukowski fan. I flew through his books in my mid-20s, you know, in the, in the heart of my heavy drinking days. And, uh, just but you, hey, but you remember reading the book, so I mean, there's a lasting impression somewhere Absolutely. in you from that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and you know, just one of those days searching for band names, as you know, one does in a band entire <laughs> <by your> career. <laughs> Always looking for a band name. I came across that poem, and it's a, it's just a really cool poem. It's like touches on being hopeless, but it's also like hopeful at the same time. It's uh, life, life. Yeah. Very much so. It's actually really right. It's really right. It's a very good it's, song. It's, so it's, it's, it's something that yeah, everybody it's can uh, identify with. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very cool. It's, uh, what drew me to Sim in the record is I mean, there's just nobody in this town doing that kind of music. And that's, you know, where Sim comes from and his background and all that. But it just sounds distinctively different. And, and you know, agree. Everybody out there agree? Agree? Yes. yes. Sim Ross really defies a, a, a genre or a pigeonhole. It was like, I was trying to describe like, well it's, it's kind of like country with an added, and I was like, God dang, that doesn't work. And I was like, well it's not punk, it's not okay, but honky tonk with like, oh shit, no. No, no, there's, there's, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, I can't think of anybody in Austin. I mean, I actually, my thoughts move more towards the, the, the kind of the punk music scene and, and there's I mean, nothing bad like, oh, yeah. but right but it's like because of your voice yeah. you've got a hellified like voice that's very unique and distinct you hear it and you're like okay I know exactly who that is so that's you've got that going in your corner like a hundred thousand percent so um hundred thousand is a lot of percent that's a lot of percents yeah okay it's a thousand times more than all the percents <laughs> oh, getting my balls busted over here. See, and this is what I like. I was like, hey, look, tune in and see what happens when you drink beer. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, question coming across, and I'll throw this back out to you guys coming this way is, so we've got Sim Ross sitting in the middle who plays acoustic lead guitar and sings. Uh, rhythm guitar. Rhythm guitar. Mostly, most of the time I'll like Okay. Um, and then Sonny, who is lead guitar, and then Jimmy, who is the drummer. And then who we're missing tonight is Flash, I guess right, it's okay. Flash, who's the bass player. Mm-hmm. Flash, Flash, sorry. Uh, at work or uh, yeah, cheer, cheers, cheers, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. This one's for you, buddy. This one too. Uh, how are you loving life here in Austin? And, and this happening to you is going. I mean, is it going what you expected and what you wanted? Uh, I mean, you can probably answer that honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what I expected. I I stopped expecting things probably right when I right when I got here. Um, is okay. Wait. So, did you stop because the Austin music scene is so brutal to music? I mean, why, why, where's, what's that? Many, many reasons. Uh, coming from New York, mm-hmm. the Austin scene is very nice. New York, people don't even, even if they're in the audience, they're not even watching. They're, they're, they're not even paying attention. So, okay. I mean, people actually like, respond to music. It's more than so I it's, ask for. Yeah, so you're, you're loving the attention from having somebody in the crowd yeah, and watching that's the yeah. So uh, that was unexpected. Uh, having people care at all. Um, but when I came here, I, uh, the guy that I was playing drums on the record, I was playing a band with in New York. He moved down a couple years before me. So I came, kind of came down here, not necessarily to play with him, but it was kind of like, well, it's somewhere to go. I have a, a musician friend that I can play with. Sure. And he's a great musician. Plays with a bunch of people, so he's very busy. Uh, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't pay him. So he was to the point where he was playing regularly enough to, to get paid, which is what he wanted to do. Couldn't blame him for that. Wait, well, you got you're gonna have to tell us the secret because there's a lot of musicians in Austin. They're like, wait, wait, somebody's getting paid to play here in Austin. Tell us how to do yeah, it. I don't know how much he's getting paid. <laughs> More than zero. Yeah. So, uh, so I couldn't hang on to him, and uh, so, so recorded the record with him. Pretty much everything else is me. I mean, there's bits and pieces that are, there's like maybe eight musicians on it that did like a couple of lead guitar things. Mm-hmm. A little bit of bass from uh, a guy named Kiko that plays with uh, Stony LaRue these days. Hell yeah, very good. Player. Yeah. Great bass player. In fact, I didn't realize how hard bass is. <laughs> which is like that. Yeah, which is like, a, a pre a pre pre going live joke about yeah. you know bass, so it's easy. No, it's really hard. It's so if he was playing the simplest things and sounds so incredibly good at it. Just his touch it made it sound incredible. So the, there are four songs he played on. If you listen hard, listen hard enough you can tell. <laughs> but uh, basically the rest is, is me and and uh, Ryan. His name's Brian McGrath, the, the drummer. Okay. So I, I had to. Yeah. Yeah. He plays with Aaron McDonald now, maybe. That's I think that's the guy. Well, he's know. played with a bunch of yeah, a bunch of other guys, and fills in. So you're just loving being like, as opposed to the New York unappreciated scene being in Austin. It's it's much more relaxed, and the music scene is cooler. Uh, I have the capability of going out and seeing an amazing band at least four nights a week. You know? I. 
if not seven. Exactly. If you want Thank you for watching Three Beers and Whiskey. Make sure you hit subscribe and the notification button. That way you don't miss future videos from Three Beers and a Whiskey.